Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. twitch.tv slash the trident network hello everybody this is i love improv with trent dozier i am the titular trent dozier happy to be back on another wednesday gonna do some improv for you live on twitch.tv slash the trident network or mayhaps you're listening to this in the future on a podcast uh however you're choosing to and take it thank you we're happy to have you here um and this next hour should be a whole lot of fun. Can't wait to get into it. Before we uh, get to this week's guest, someone I'm very excited to have on the podcast. First, uh, you know her, you love her. We got to say what's up to our technical support, the queen of the screen, Val Agnew. What's up, Val? What's up, Trent? Val, oh, I'm so happy we're back. Yeah, Val, the people don't know this, but um, the last 30 minutes, or the 30 minutes preceding the uh, the start of the uh, the Twitch stream was uh, treacherous, but we, <laughs> we made it through, and here we are. We made it through the wilderness. Yes, exactly, exactly. We had, we had some technical problems, but um, literally five minutes before the top of the hour, Val figured it out, and I'm so happy because we get to do this. We missed... <laughs> The show uh, two weeks ago because um, I was doing a live show. Wow, crazy! Um, mm. But we're here. We're back. We're back streaming on Twitch. Back on the podcast. I love improv, baby. It's back. <laughs> we're so glad. Yeah, I am glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to be joined by you once again, Val. And we have a great guest who I'm very excited to do some improv with and talk about improv with. Uh, but first, I will say, of course. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, a show that is a part of the Trident Network. As I mentioned, you are streaming this on the Trident Twitch channel. Um, for more information about the Trident Network, you can, of course, always visit thetridentnetwork.com for more information about our podcasts, our live streams, or our pre-recorded videos. Uh, also, if you would like to be a subscriber to the Twitch channel specifically, of course, the Trident Network streams Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. If you hit the, uh, there should be a purple subscribe button somewhere down here-ish. Uh, if you sure. If you hit that button... You can become a subscriber, get notified, um, not just when this show is streaming, but when all shows are streaming. Um, and, of course, there's a lot of great stuff across uh, every prong of the Trident platforms. Uh, this is, as I've said many times, the perfect Trident show because we hit all three prongs. Uh, Val, any Trident-related thing that you are most excited for uh, coming up? Ooh. Uh, well, not, not necessarily coming up, but we just launched... A new podcast called Sparks of Madness. Oh. Uh, a storytelling podcast. Oh, very cool. And we have two episodes out so far, one with Damon Royster and one with Max Thomas. So 
absolute top-notch guests so far yes, both on are the great. show. Both are great. Um, and uh, we also ha- recently had a new installment of Dr. Pants, Dr. Raymond Pants, Books on Tape on <laughs> Demand. Those are wild. <laughs> they are. It was a series of Poe, Edgar Allan Poe-inspired short stories. So uh, enjoy those, all of those things I just described wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, check those out for sure. Um, and, of course, last time, thetridentnetwork.com for more information on all things Trident. Okay, Val, are we ready to rock? Oh, so ready. People in the chat, if you're ready to rock, send some love to Val and send some love to our guest, who I'm about to bring on to the screen for the first time right now. Uh, this is a very good friend of mine who hosts his own podcast that, if you're a fan of comedy, you'll love, and if you're a fan of Adam Sandler, you'll definitely love. He is the host of the Adam Slander podcast. He is the bad boy from Philly. He is the bad boy of the Chicago improv scene. And now he is the bad boy of Los Angeles, California. It's John of the Shed, Johnny Darko himself, young neck tattoo. It's John Del Vicio. Yeah, let's go, baby. I'm ready to roll. (laughs) Oh, John, you got the Phillies hat on. You're ready to rock, repping the repping the Philadelphia That's true. area. I'm proud of where I come from. A lot of people are embarrassed yeah. by where they come from. Not me. I live it. I breathe it. I love it. Love it. I, John, you know this about me. I too am very proud of where I come from. In fact, uh, normally, I, um, if you're a viewer of the Twitch stream, you'll notice that I normally wear a collared, uh, short sleeve button mm-hmm. down. Uh, but today. Uh, gotta wear the old Golden State Warriors Draymond Stephen Clay shirt because Game Six. If you're watching live on Twitch, Game Six is about to start in about 15 minutes, or excuse me, Game Five. Um, and uh, I've uh been undefeated. The Warriors have been undefeated when I've been in this shirt, so I thought I'll just throw this on, show some support for yeah. the boys, but also support my boy John Del Vicio by him supporting yes. me by doing improv with me. How's that all sound to you, Sounds buddy? beautiful. Sounds amazing. And you were actually over at my house recently when I christened my new lucky jersey. The Sixers have not yes, lost your Sixers when jersey. I wear my Iverson jersey. They don't lose. Boy. So I'm like, I'm I'm <laughs> picking and choosing when to wear it. I didn't wear it the other night. We lost. Clearly you didn't wear it yesterday. <laughs> so tomorrow night, I'm going to fly around the whole country wearing my Sixers jersey, bringing good luck to the city of Philadelphia. Hopefully, hopefully, oh. yeah, because they could have used some luck yesterday. I believe they lost by what fifty points. Well, no, we didn't. We didn't want to win that one actually. Um, we like to be down in the series because, as you all know, hungry dog runs faster. Um, we like yeah. that underdog mentality. It makes us stronger, makes us work harder. Um, so I'm proud of where we are. I'm happy with the way things turned okay. out yesterday. Sure, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> whatever you got to tell yourself. <clears throat> uh, all right, well, John, are you ready to do some ding dang improv, Always, buddy? buddy. Okay, uh, before we do that, of course, uh, we, John and I, need a suggestion in order to be able to do improv. Now, if you are a longtime listener and or viewer of the show, you'll know what I'm about to say. But if this is your first time around the sun with us, uh, we like a very thick, robust, uh, meaty, hearty suggestion. So we don't want something that's just like a a cup. We want something more along the lines of, um, 
John and Trent are twin brothers and they live together and dinner's ready and they're fighting over who gets to wear or who gets to use the Batman. <laughs> uh, you know, something like that. Something. Robust. I will say the one thing about doing improv with you online, it removes the possibility that we will rest. Um, <laughs> so the suggestion you gave will be very difficult if the, the possibility of a, of a physical altercation is not on the table. <laughs> well, I will say you and I physically won't be able to get our hands on each other, but I, I, we, there have been fights yeah. uh, on this before. Famously, in the Rudy Mendoza episode, he beat me up for about a minute. <laughs> straight, but, um, now, if you have a suggestion locked and loaded, please feel free to throw it into the chat now. However, if you are unfamiliar with John's work as an improviser and would like a little more information as to what John is good at or what areas he excels in, et cetera, et cetera, um, which could inform the scene you want to see John do. Uh, we'll just hold on for a second because I am about to tell John and everybody who's tuning in what I love about John as an improviser. John, are you ready to sit there uncomfortably and accept compliments? Yes, that was what this weird hand motion was. <laughs> <laughs> the weird hand motion had a kind of a vibe of like a, what's up, baby that's, girl? What's that's exactly on? what it was. <laughs> Trying to put on an air of confidence knowing I'll be shot down imminently. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, John, this is actually something um, I've told you uh, in person more mm. than once. Um, but the first time I ever – I think we were friends before I ever saw you do mm. improv. And the first time I ever saw you do improv was a pool show where uh, – pool, the pool being a, a show at, at yeah. IO Theater in Chicago back when both of us mm -hmm. lived in Chicago. Um, uh, the first show I ever saw you do, you walked on stage, threw a beautiful, <laughs> picture-perfect spinning wheel kick to somebody on stage and then walked off and i was like oh yeah this guy's my guy right here because i before i moved to chicago i i think this was something that maybe carried over and i still think is very funny and like mm -hmm. to do but before i moved to chicago when i was doing improv when i was first starting out at made up theater in fremont mm -hmm. california um a move i love to do is just do a walk on like you did there and you know kill somebody yeah. or fight with somebody and then yeah. just leave and just like almost, you know, kind of leave a path of destruction, so to speak. Yeah. So immediately I was like, oh, okay, I think John and I have very similar uh, improv sensibilities, comedy sensibilities. Mm -hmm. And I and I was right. You you do have you and I uh, ha do have very similar improv sensibilities. Mm -hmm. I got to then watch you, you know, do improv for about another year or so after that in Chicago. And it was always a treat because I feel like you and I are very similar in that. You are uh, rambunctious and a little mischievous, yeah. <laughs> and you like to, you know, get into some yeah. shit uh, in the scenes. You don't want everything to just be smooth no. sailing. You want to cause a little chaos, and and I love that about you. You are, um, uh, what's those, you know, the nine square things? You are chaotic good, <laughs> in my opinion. Thank you. You are a chaotic good. Thank um, you so and much. <clears throat> And this is a this is a trait that I think does come through in shows, of course, mm -hmm. but I think it shows itself more off stage. You are a great teammate, mm -hmm. which I also think um, uh, goes to you being a great friend, which I think you are too. Thank you. Uh, to me personally, in my yeah. personal life, love you, buddy. Um, and I, and you are someone who cares. You care. You have an attitude of a cool guy, and you are a cool guy. You're a very cool guy. I mean, look at that Phillies hat. That's that's pristine. Um, but you are you are somebody who cares deeply, and you 
you don't just want your stuff to be good. You want your whole team to be good. Oh, yeah. You want the whole show to be good. You care about everything, which is something I also care deeply about, is not just my experience on stage, but also my teammates and the audience 100%. and everybody who's in the building at the time. So, you know, you and I, we align on our views of improv and, and how it should be executed and what's funny and, and yeah. what's not and just – I don't know, man. I, I love watching you do improv, and I'm very happy that we have gotten so much closer over these last probably two or three years. Yeah. Um, best thing that ever happened to our, our our friendship was the pandemic. Truly. Uh, so, so, John, how, how do you feel about all that? Was I too kind to you there or not kind enough, mayhaps? Honestly, I usually struggle a lot with compliments, but that felt really nice. I really appreciated everything you had to say. Um, and I do agree that you and I have extremely similar like improv sensibilities. Um, yeah. As you know, I've very rarely missed a Ten Impeller show. And yes, and thank you for that. Of course, dude. I love that team. I loved you guys so much. Um, but one of my favorite things about you is that you tend to play characters that are like larger than life and seem to be like an out of control individual. But you exhibit such incredible control over them that it never feels like it's out of like uh, like you don't know what's coming next. Like you are so good at heightening and building that character out, um, and then like incorporating them into whatever's going on in the world um and, and it's something i love to watch and i'm always like i want to get better at doing that um, oh man well thank you yeah thank of course you, buddy but dare i say we are both chaotic good absolutely i would say at that. least at least on the improv stage maybe not in the world that's true on the true improv evil stage, we're both in real life <laughs> <laughs> you and uh, i have a right. really big government-sized plan <laughs> okay. coming forward in the next okay few we're moving on we're moving on um so that's that's what I love about John as an improviser. Uh, so if you have not uh, thrown a suggestion into the into the chat yet, and you would like to, please do so at this time. Um, of course, there is uh, like a 25, 30 second delay between what I am saying and what is uh, getting relayed to the audience. So we'll vamp a little bit, I suppose, Johnny boy. You well, and me. Yeah. Oh, Val, you got we something? Actually, we actually have a number of suggestions oh, that I'm going to I'm going to try to merge a couple of them if I can. Ah, the merge. Um, <laughs> okay. John is a hotshot agent who has broken away from his firm, like Jerry Maguire, and he has one <laughs> and he has one client, Trent, like in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> but unlike Jerry Maguire, Trent is the worst professional athlete in his sport. Mm. Uh, I'm going to add to that that you are both in love with the same girl that you've known since you all went to church camp together. Wow. <laughs> uh and bonus points uh if you take off your shirt that's from new zealous okay i can i mean that's that'll happen sure yeah that'll happen (laughs) wow the the one day i wear a t-shirt instead of my button-ups which would have been so easy that's true i gotta it's gonna be a situation i'm strong enough that every shirt i own is a breakaway shirt so this should be no problem All right, have fun. Thank you, everybody, for the suggestions. Uh, Thank you, Val. John Boy, here we go. Let's rock. rock. So, um, you've been traded. What? You've been traded. Where am I going? Miami. Miami? Yeah. No, it's too hot. I want, I, no. I want to either stay here in Minnesota or let's get another cold weather place i can't do that look the trade i want to do that the trade has been done you're out the door they brought in a new guy 
He's very attractive. You know? I'm sorry. Was that fun? I'm not att- I'm not attractive? It's not that you're not attractive. It's that this guy is so unbelievably attractive. That he was going to be I- great for the city of Minneapolis. Right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have I not been on the cover of magazines before? You've been on the cover of many magazines. This guy's been on Sports Illustrated and People's Sexiest Man Alive. Okay? And all I'm saying is I think Miami will be good for you. Right? Okay, wait. He's been on People's Sexiest Man Alive. Is this an actual baseball player? Yes. Or did, am I being replaced by an actor? You're being replaced by Barry Zito. <laughs> we don't even play the same position. I know. He's been retired for years. Trust me, I negotiated as best I could. What do you... It's, uh, the best you could get was me traded to Miami? I figured it would inspire you a little bit to be around such sexy people. Maybe you would get a new haircut. Something... Get a new haircut? I got the best hair in the game, brother. It's It grows well, but the shape of it is wrong. I'm sorry, what did you just say to me, Josh? <laughs> did you just call me by my first name? Yes, and it's because I'm pissed. So let me ask you this, Josh. Okay. If you're not if you're not gonna do your job, which whoa, is whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't me, say something you can't take me... back. I got you I'm... a lot of money, five figures to be exact. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> you don't think I'm attractive? You don't think I have good hair? I'm. I'm popping I... my top off. I'm popping my top off right now. I'm gonna show you what's what. Show me what it is. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> See, already this belongs on South Beach. I don't know why you're upset about this. This is good I don't want to be in South I because I'm so pale. I burn easily. I need to stay in a cold weather state. No, I you told need, you that. You, You've known that about me for a long time. No, you need a nice base. That's all you need. A slight base, and then the rest of I can't get be, a base. You can get a base. Uh, Josh, I can't get a base, Josh. <laughs> Wait. Hang on. Hang on. Don't say anything for like three seconds. <laughs> okay. Look, you need a base. The light is bouncing off your chest and blinding me. You have a translucent boy chest. We need to get yes. you a man buff, darkish chest. I try to, I try to grow, I try to grow hair, but I can't. Look, <laughs> this is the body of someone who's hotter than Barry Zito. That's undeniable. I know. This is what peak performance looks like. So I, I don't understand why I got traded. It sounds like you're not doing your job, Josh. I can't believe you would say that to me after all we've been through. You weren't even supposed to be drafted. Don't. You know that, right? You weren't Don't supposed to be drafted. I showed up at church camp because I heard this kid can ball, right? I show up. I watch a thing or two. You dribble. You weren't even that good. You weren't even that good. But you know what? Well, it's hard to dribble a baseball. Let me tell you what. <laughs> it doesn't bounce very high. It no. doesn't bounce very high. But because no, of your body how strong you are, you were able to throw it harder and harder until it went right back up into your hand. That's what, and that's why I'm one of the best in the game. That's and right. Now you wanna, And now I'm being replaced by Barry Zito, mm-hmm. a retired left-handed pitcher at third base? It's going to move tickets. It's he- going to move tickets, right? It's a financial decision. It isn't an ability decision. Everybody knows Minneapolis doesn't care about winning a championship, right? They're there to bring in sexy hotties bodacious babes with a body that don't quit you know and you got those thick thighs and that half moon ass right and it's gonna look great in a miami uniform i get i mean my body's gonna look good in whatever uniform absolutely who's arguing with that nobody you're right about that right 
So just try and be excited about this, okay? It's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for us. The endorsements, there's more endorsements down there, right? Are you sure there's more Are you sure there's more endorsements in Miami than I could get in Minneapolis? Yeah, there's this new bathing suit company that's on the rise. It's called Dude Suits. <laughs> uh, is and, it How's it spelled? It's spelled D O O D S O O T S. And you haven't let me finish. How it works oh. is there it's a it's one piece of fabric, no lining on it at all. Covers oh, your dong, that. and then you stuff it around your leg, up your ass to hold it in place. What? Yeah. It shows off every part of your body. You're going to look damn good, brother. In a dude suit? In a dude suit. Do you mind if I put my shirt back on? It's free. I do, as a matter of fact. I do mind. You do I, mind? I, okay, I do I'll keep mind. it. I'll keep, the, I'll keep the top down, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, um, there's a lot to look forward to. Okay, I negotiated to get you um, Premier Plus on the plane. I couldn't swing first class, but what? not coach, so that's good. I mean, I get, that's a step up, I guess, but like, obviously Premier Plus isn't first class, which is what I fly normally. Typically, but, you know, we were already giving up a lot. They were losing you. They were losing you. They were upset about losing you, and they couldn't afford it. If they're upset about losing me, why didn't they just keep me? I don't understand. They weren't that upset. They weren't that upset. They were upset. Okay, but not so now that you're upset. lying to me. So now you're lying to me, Josh. No, I'm not lying. They were upset, not that upset. There's a lot of colors of the rainbow, okay? Of the upset rainbow. What does that have to do with it? I don't I haven't seen a rainbow in years. What does that have to do with what we're talking? What does that have to do with me not having any job security that I thought you I have had? job security? You're on a better team. You're on a contender of sexy people on the yeah, rise, I, a come up of sexiness. Do you yeah, want to be at I, the Pastor Prime Minneapolis with all those silver foxes? Or do you want to be, just, you know, I, slapping I, skins with the boys down in South Beach? I just feel like we're missing each other on one key point, which is I make money by playing professional baseball yes. and I won't be able to play professional baseball mm. if my body is burned by the Miami sun, which it will be. Look at, I'm translucent. You can see through me. Look, I got you. I got you an umbrella kid. Oh, you've heard of a bat boy, right? Yeah. An umbrella kid is a new thing that they're adding to the game. When you're at third base, kid. he'll be right off the sidelines, similar to the third base coach, but with an umbrella shielding you from any uncomfortability. That's how much Miami league. wants you. The league is going to allow this? One instance of it, just for you. You're that special. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so don't say Josh isn't working for you. Okay, Toast? I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I didn't, I didn't. Think about how good this will look on a Miami Vices jersey. Okay. Toast. 999. Yeah, That's okay. gonna fly off the shelf. Okay, you're right. I get. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I just. <clears throat> you know the shock of hearing you've been traded. It's never something that you want to hear, and it's you know hard for me to compute and deal with. I got to remember all the things that you've done for me. You know, yes. you got me this umbrella kid. Mm -hmm. You you um got the league to allow me to have three digits on the back of my jersey. You. <laughs> 
you <laughs> you allowed the you 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 figured out you got the league to allow me to eat a hot dog uh, during the games. Um, Don't forget and, about the nego- the deal I brokered with dude dude suits. <laughs> Uh, I'm a little iffy on the dude suit. I don't. I don't like anything kind of. I don't want to be. Uh, I'm fine with. I'm fine with inserting something into into my butt, but I don't <laughs> like the the bunchy. It, it, the way you described it, it sounded too bunchy. No, uh, it's I don't not. Want, it's like, a big, it's I don't smooth. Like, it goes in smooth. <laughs> it goes in smooth. <laughs> goes in smooth. Comes out the same way. <laughs> okay. Well, I like to hear that going in smooth, coming out the same way. Yeah. You know, you're on the forefront of fashion. Girls like fashion right now. Yeah, you're right. You know, they like boys who do things. Chunky rings, okay. nail polish. Not for me, but I think it could be great for you. Okay. Okay. I'm. So, you know what? I'm sorry I doubted you. Uh, it's okay. I, I, I know your confidence has been off since Squirm left. And I just want you to know... You're going to be one of the most eligible bachelors in the whole Southwest. I don't really want to be. I don't really want to be an eligible bachelor. I want to date Squirm, but Squirm made it pretty clear to me that you and her are in love. So we are. It's passionate. I've never experienced anything like this. I can't imagine every romance compares to it. I experienced something pretty similar, actually. So couldn't be. Couldn't be. She told me she's never felt like this with anybody in the whole world. Well, I don't think that's true, because Squirm and I had a lot of really good times together, so. Did you ever, did you ever, um, put your knees on each other? Oh, yeah. Every night. Watching a movie, just knee to knee. She told me that was our special thing. Oh, well, I guess she's a liar, but I already knew that. See, I didn't. This is news to me, and it's hard. I got, listen, Squirm is... The love of my life and whoa, maybe the chill love with of that. Chill too. with that. Yes, just, let me. I'm that's my saying. that's my baby girl you're talking about. I know, but you gotta remember, uh, I was her baby boy first. That uh, I can't and, hear that. That makes me physically ill. That's what we would call each other, baby boy, baby girl. I walk that's into the she, room. She calls me baby I, bird. Well, she's not that original, I guess. I don't know. That's yeah. not why I don't love her for her originality. How could I love you? Her. I love her for her beautiful body and her love of Christ. That makes sense. She does love Christ more than anybody I know. She does. One time we were kissing and she said, oh, Jesus. And yeah. And like typically I get jealous when girls say another fellow's name. It happens all the time. You'd think I'd be better at it by now, but I'm not. It bothers me still. But when she said that, I felt like my soul was lit on fire with the songs of a, a thousand angels. Yeah. Does that sent, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Sent, sent straight to hell. Sucked down by 50 no, demons. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe I phrased it wrong. Okay, you try again. <laughs> you try again because I did. I felt, I, like we... I felt like my heart was flying on the wings of a B-52 bomber. Going straight to hell. Being no, nothing about. Hell no. By 50 demons. Going straight to Romance Town. Population, just the two of us. And Jesus. And Jesus, but he's always there. He's it, it, it needs no introduction. <sighs> Dang, Josh, I I can't believe I'm about to say this, but say it. I think you might be the love of Squirm's life. 
Squirm, Squirm's love of of Christ and God just always got in the way for me. Yeah. But then again, my love of baseball always got in the way for her. And I think maybe your acceptance of her. Obviously, we all met at, at, at church camp, so we all love Christ. But That's true. You guys were dating at the time. I didn't even notice her. I was so distracted by how hard you could throw a baseball at the ground to get it to bounce back into your hand. <laughs> it was crazy. <sighs> I give you my blessing. Really? Thank you. I think this is this is going to be great for all of us, right? You guys are moving to Miami too, right? Of course we're moving to Miami. We got the kids. We're not going to steal custody from you. You don't want the kids there. No, I, of course I want the kids there. They're my kids. I just, I forgot. I mean, some that. kids have a bad vibe. So it's No, seen- my kids have, a, the twins have a great vibe. The twins are vibing all the time. That's undeniable. Yeah, it's true. What I don't want is my twin son's vibe to be thrown off by, mm. you know, their new dad, maybe. Yeah. So are I you don't think respectful of the boys around the house or? Of course. I would never try to fill your shoes in any way. I'm a separate guy with his own shoes, right? And no matter how many times they call me dad and they want to play catch, I say, no. I'm here to have sex with your mother. <laughs> a role I used to fill. A role I used to fill, by the way. So immediately no. you're wrong. You are filling roles that I was in previously. But a lot of people filled that role. While you two were together. Take your shirt off. We're fighting right now. <laughs> are you ready for this? Let's go. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right, that's the scene. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, do you two want to take a second to reclose? Put our shows back on. <laughs> For those listening to this on a podcast, the boys really did take their shirts off. <laughs> you know. You can say whatever you want about me, but one thing that you can't say is that I'm not a man of the people. That's so the people, true. <laughs> the people ask and I deliver. Yeah. Um, I'm also someone who, I mean, I, I'm sure John's probably seen me pop my shirt off in a show before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not someone who's a, who's who's shying away from a challenge, especially in the middle of an improv show. <laughs> I took my pants off during an ass water show one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly if there's if there's a time where you want to challenge me to do something uh it's got to be in the middle of an improv show because yeah. that's when i'm like well i gotta do it <laughs> i Dude, can't there contain separate time from the time i took my pants off there was one time where i like did something on stage and i i wear pretty you know tight jeans i'm a sexy boy i like to show off my form a little bit i work hard <laughs> <laughs> um and i like put my leg up on something and just like crotch to thigh just ripped right down that mid that like inseam thing so the rest of the show is just me trying to see how high i could get my leg to just like (laughs) rip it open (laughs) i have i the highest level of respect uh that i have for somebody is someone who has blown out their pants in the middle of an improv show done it twice Uh, (laughs) you've done it twice oh my god 
Wow. Uh, I, I did it once in the middle of a Fair Dinkum show, mm. and a uh, previous guest of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, Zoe Agapinon, also did it in the middle of a Fair Dinkum show. So, <laughs> so, John, to hear that you're ripping pants on it's not a dink show, that's crazy. I would have been honored to participate in a dink show. Excuse oh, my me. God. <clears throat> well, that was a blast. That was so rude. No, a belt no. Mike. I, when you get when you get all riled up like that, sometimes uh, you just gotta let the air out. That's you know? <laughs> so true, dude. Yeah. There, I gave a burp. We're even. That was Aww. a Kids Choice Award like level burp, though. You remember how good Justin Timberlake was at burping in those things? I, I feel like he always won. Really, do yourself a favor. I'm sure you can find a compilation, not in the porno sexy way, in the fun <laughs> Justin Timberlake burping kind of way. <laughs> uh, and there are compilations of to varying degrees of Justin Timberlake doing to varying things. So, you know, just be careful with your search engines. Uh, uh, John, you mentioned um, before we uh, before we uh, went live on Twitch here that mm. you have not improvised since pre-pandemic. Yeah, how two, two and a half years probably. Yeah, online, <laughs> online or otherwise. So yeah. how, how did the how did this feel for you? It was so fucking fun, dude. I missed it so much, and I forgot how much I missed it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I love improv with John Del <laughs> Dude, I do love improv. I love improv. Uh, I miss doing it so much. Um, that was so fun. I'm sorry if things got a little crazy um, or if no. I, like, lost the thread at all at any point. I was trying to hit all the the beats in the suggestion <laughs> uh, well to be, to be honest crazy to, crushed it i was to be honest with you by the time you know we were uh we were in it pretty deep and i was uh pretty ready to just be like well we're never gonna circle back to the to the girl because i'm having too much fun here and then right <laughs> then right then you brought her up and i was like oh yeah now we're in it <laughs> so you know the uh as we've said before the suggestion is there to guide the scene not necessarily be you know the bible of the scene you got to go word for word or whatever Mm -hmm. um but so that's good you you didn't feel uh didn't feel too weird so since you haven't improvised i'm assuming then also this was your first time doing online zoom improv i never did it i never did it during the pandemic i did one i did one um online show during the pandemic and what I did for that was I I recorded my television while I fast forwarded through an episode of Laguna Beach and I described what was happening <laughs> for the viewers. <laughs> In the very beginning of the pandemic, I was live streaming full episodes of Laguna Beach and, and providing commentary <laughs> throughout. Um, wow. Um, wow. So that's the only only online comedy show I did. And I was like, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) Early days of the pandemic, we were all just desperate to express ourselves creatively in some way. Yeah. And that was the bullshit I came up with. (laughs) Yeah, but you got, you, Adam Slander was an idea that came to full fruition finally during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And at Val, as was the Trident Network. And then from that, the couple Trident shows I'm a part of. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we. Our first, our first swings were maybe uh, swing and misses, but eventually we got on base, right? I mean, that's we the whole thing. You just kind of have to start doing it. Like you can yeah. talk about your idea for a while, but like you really don't know what it is until you like make one of them. Like yeah, even like the Adam Slander stuff. I was just asking people like, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to try it out? And then like enough people were like, yeah. And then I realized I had something of a back catalog of these episodes that I thought were pretty fucking funny and good. 
um, and just put them out. But the, yeah. it's, I didn't know if it was going to be any good at all. <laughs> and I still don't know if it's really any good at well, all. I, I like you it. Know, yeah, I, I also <laughs> like it. John, John knows this. Him and I have talked about his podcast many times, and I have also been a guest on his podcast. Great episode. Um, yeah, it was very fun. I loved it. Uh, mm. But I love I love the concept of the podcast so much. Thank and you. you're not just getting like, you know, random people. You're getting no. comedians. Yeah, I'm getting the funniest the podcast, people I know. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So it's funny people talking about <laughs> an incredibly funny topic. If, if you yeah. don't know, the premise of Adam Slander, which mm-hmm. is John's podcast, is, you know, quote unquote, slandering Adam Sandler. It's people telling stories about their interactions with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. I, yeah. Every episode is very fun and funny. And, and I mean, people, it, it's to my surprise not really to my surprise because i knew every person's different and their stories are always going to be different so like that'll keep it fresh yeah but like basically the prompt i give everybody for the most part is like um tell a story from your life and swap somebody out with adam sandler um mm-hmm. but some people have come in with just like crazy out of the box ideas like nia wrote a whole chapter to a lost adam sandler memoir yeah. and that episode is like in my opinion just like incredible head and shoulders above like what I ever thought would be possible with the show. Um, and it, 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 it's just so fun. Like seeing what people come up with or come to the show with, if you give yeah. them like a very loose parameter to, to work inside of. Um, yeah. Former, former guest of this podcast. And of course the composer of the theme song and the Ian love of your life, if I'm correct. You're correct. <laughs> yeah, the goes, IRL squirm. Go, yeah. <laughs> I'll give her that nickname from now on, IRL squirm. <laughs> Seems to roll off the tongue. Um, well, it's very funny, John, because that a lot of what you're saying uh, reminds me of improv, too, where, like, in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was just kind of like, okay, I just need to make a choice. Yeah. And then that's like improv. You got to mm-hmm. make a choice. And then once you make the choice, either do it or don't do it. You know, yeah. anybody who like half-assed a project, those projects never got off the ground and just kind of fluttered and died. Yeah. Or your improv scene sucked. Yeah. But anybody who committed to the choice they were making, it was a lot easier. You know, mm-hmm. obviously Val can speak more to Trident, but it's not like it's Ooh. been like the Trident Network's here and now – Everybody knows we have a million fans. Dude, it's <laughs> it's so you much work. Only. You gotta grow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard work, but yeah, if you drop your shit, you're never gonna see if it mm-hmm. ends up working. Yeah, out. Absolutely. you can't just abandon ship when things get hard. You mm-hmm. know, immediately mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta try and find uh find what works. And yeah, dare I say, trying to network works for me. Adam okay, Slander dude. works for me. Yeah, uh, a lot you. of cool things. A lot of cool things that people are creating. <laughs> and I think a cool thing too about <laughs> a cool thing too about the pandemic was that <laughs> now that cool thing about the global <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> not only not only did it force people, specifically improvisers, mm-hmm. but it forced people to you know make some different choices creatively. Absolutely. And now now all these live shows are coming back and like. That is still an outlet for us. That's still a thing we can do. But now we also have, you know, this online medium or these mm-hmm. podcast mediums or even the people like Nia who are, you know, kind of like improv actually isn't my thing. I like, you know, Music, Nia, yeah. has, Nia has created, I think, 50% of the theme songs for the Trident Network at this yeah. point. Like, More than that. Yeah. yeah. 
She's also, a, her she's, album she's, rips. Yeah, John has heard. Nia is, of course, working on an album, and yeah. John has heard a couple songs off of it. It rocks. Uh, Straight we up, were, I'm not just saying that. It fucking rocks. I was yeah. like, because this is going to sound like lame, but when somebody you know is like, hey, I'm working on an album, a lot of the time you're like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. But then Nia played it, and I, at no point, because I knew Nia had like musical ability and stuff. I'm mostly talking mm-hmm. about like randos who are like, I think I'm going to start rapping. I got these notes in my phone that are yeah. ill. <laughs> like, that's a problem. Um, but like to hear, to actually finally hear what she had been working on for like all this time, I was like, this is incredible. It's yeah. like so good. And you can tell how much work went into it and how much she cared about the project. And it's, it's fucking awesome. I cannot wait for it to be out. Like it's really, yeah. really great. It is great. I, I hear songs every day. She's already, I mean, the amount of songs she has written, she's got probably three albums worth of, yeah. of original stuff now, but just, this, <laughs> just the one. Go, if, go ahead. If, if Nia ever dies like Tupac, are you going to keep putting out songs? Oh yeah, I know that's actually a great idea because I I'm pretty sure I know the password to her laptop so I could get in there get the masters be like okay guys I know you're dying for more Nia content yeah I'll give it out um also he's calling this album ready to die right and then the next one (laughs) yeah this album's called ready to die the second album's called finally dead and the third album the third album is called uh back to life so get ready in all seriousness though i will of course be uh plugging and pushing nia's album as it uh it's supposed to the target date is end of august so get ready for uh i love improv summer of i love plugging nia's album because i do because i do Um, he's gonna be at the hollywood bowl in august right (laughs) <laughs> that would be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, she's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl in August to watch Brian Wilson, maybe, but uh, I don't know if she'll be performing. Um, Brian Wilson, of course, over my shoulder. He looks um, like Virgil Texas from the Chapo Trap House podcast. You have, you have mentioned that before. <laughs> Fully canceled I, Virgil it's very, Texas. It's very funny. This, of course, uh, this beautiful portrait of Brian Wilson, also painted by former guest of I Love Improv, Ariel Sinna. Wow. So, you know, we love to keep it in the family. Uh, <clears throat> the last thing I was going to say about Nia's album before moving on, <laughs> yeah. it is being produced by Chase Lilly, who has not been on this podcast yet, but he will be because he is a member of the most frequently discussed team on this podcast, Fair Dinkum. So everything <laughs> here, everything here is in the family. But Chase, honestly, is another great example of the pandemic where he was like, I got all this time and I love, you know, producing music and and you know, doing music stuff. And he Mm. started taking classes online about producing music. And now he is producing. Yeah. Not just Nia's album. He's like the guy in Chicago right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking sick for he's the guy for producing albums for comedians who don't want to do comedy anymore and would like to do a musical album. (laughs) And that's what I meant by the guy right now. (laughs) He's the guy, baby. He's the guy. guy. He's doing, he's doing Ollie's (laughs) album too, right? Yes, that's yeah. correct, and and Bill Stern is doing an album uh, that yeah. Chase is also doing. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, here's awesome. the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about Chicago, and Val knows this by creating the Trident Network, but actually Val probably knew this before also. We know so many talented people. Yeah. It's crazy. It it's is crazy. It's crazy the talents that the people that we knew in Chicago have outside yeah. of just being comedians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really like um... – 
the coolest thing to me about Chicago when I got there was like when I got there, everyone who was speaking on a stage was famous to me. I was like, you're a fucking celebrity. You're like, yeah, a god. oh, my God. And then you get to be like friends with all these people. And you realize like not only are they as talented as you thought they were the first time you saw them, but also they're like cool and sweet and nice. And now they're your fucking friend. Like Chicago is the greatest place to start out doing anything, in my opinion. Um, yep. I say that with a tremendous amount of bias <laughs> since it was <laughs> where I went, <laughs> but like to anybody who's listening or like wants to get into comedy or music or whatever, yeah, I would say don't go straight to LA or New York or whatever because oh. it'll be daunting. It'll be Huge like agree. really agree intimidating. Go like stick in your city or scene or wherever and get like the most base foundation possible and then just go like one level up. You yeah. know, and just keep kind of doing that. I feel like it's really popular to like go to film school or something and then go to LA. And yeah. it's like, that's cool. I mean, I'm, I don't want to discourage anybody from doing anything. But for me, I think it was great for like my growth and like development of any form of self confidence that I may have mm -hmm. to kind of like incrementally be like, can I, can I cut it at this level? Okay, I can. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the next one, you know? Um, so I, I love Chicago. And like well, everything it introduced me to and all the people I met there. You 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 were doing um improv and, and comedy in Philly first though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started yeah. out there. Um, but then I like consider Chicago where I like actually started. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it was I was taking it serious mm -hmm. in Philly, but it was still like to some degree a hobby. You know, I didn't think it was ever like something I could maybe do professionally. Um and then I lucked out that somebody like saw my stuff and was like, Hey, you're good. You should go do this <laughs> well, i do i love to um i love to equate chicago so like philly for you mm -hmm. or um uh, the bay area for me was where i started before i moved to chicago that was like you know college yeah and 100%. we're all just figuring it out and we're all like oh yeah i think i want to do this mm -hmm. from there you moved to chicago yeah and that is grad school exactly comedy. exactly just, and you can be there for a year five years, 10 years, like stay whatever as as you need. Yeah. Until, yeah, you stay until you're ready. And then mm -hmm. once you're ready and by being in Chicago, you are going to know when you're ready. The move, so. the move to Chicago. I mean, the move to LA was intimidating and, and daunting, especially because I'm like, yeah, you know, I haven't improvised since the pandemic. Like I really, I didn't feel as sharp as I did when the pandemic was happening at that point, yeah. I was like, doing showcase stuff and i was like i'm the mm. most polished i've ever been like i feel really good yeah. um and then moving to la i was very intimidated and nervous because i didn't feel that way anymore yeah um, same but that aside moving to la was still so much easier than moving to chicago because oh. when i moved to chicago i knew one person he was in rehab and i was living on his ex-girlfriend's couch <laughs> and then i moved wow and then i moved to la and i live in a house <laughs> yeah with, with friends. my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like, i also have friends outside of my house like, yeah 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 chicago's provided me with like everything i have in the world at this point um i owe i love chicago i owe everything to chicago and i don't yeah. have very much yet <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but what, what i do, do have is directly from uh... that city no, I total I totally agree though. It's like you're right, that move to Chicago now that I'm thinking about it, it's I wasn't, you know, I I knew more than one person. Mm -hmm. I knew three people. That's plenty. <laughs> uh, 
I do three people. Um, but just like the opportunity to get to, like in Chicago, this is not the case in New York or LA or honestly probably anywhere else in the world. But like mm-hmm. in Chicago, you could easily do one to two shows a night, like yeah. performing and just like the when the you're starting thing, out too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like not even like you're booked all over the city. Like yeah, you, you don't can have be to starting be out and get that yeah. many reps. Yeah, everywhere. It's just it was the best place to do exactly that to get reps and like you know put some shots up so to speak until yeah. until you're draining them from deep like Steph and Clay. You know what Look, I mean? A lot of people weren't with me when I was shooting in the gym. You Trent Dozier were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I I might have even said this to you recently, or I was talking to Cam about it, or I forget who I was who I was saying this to, but it's like, if you are someone who was attending an improv show by yourself, yeah, you're a grinder and you're mm-hmm. my type of person. 100%. Cause I attended as a student. And even after, as a, I was done as a student at IO, yeah. I would go to shows all the time. Dude, we were because, constantly at shows. Yeah. I never exactly. missed you're, your midnight show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we thank you for that. We do thank you for that. I thank you for providing the laughs. <laughs> I do my best, baby. I do my best. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we are uh we're slowly approaching the top of the hour here. We're about five minutes out, so we can start wrapping it up. Uh John, up. I had <laughs> I had I had a blast during that scene. I hope you did too. I, I thought I had uh, a great time. it was exactly what I wanted. Very goofy and yeah. uh, obviously pop the old tops off and yeah. i thought we uh ramped it up perfectly uh which is kind of nothing else you can ask for other than a nice heightening and bam we're out yeah um so that was a blast uh of course please 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 i would encourage everybody to listen to the adam slander podcast it Thank is john's so podcast he's on every episode i was a guest nia Thank was you. a guest yeah. um former guest of this podcast cam hurt was also yeah. a guest um mm-hmm. honestly probably other people who have been on if, if you're familiar with too. chicago comedy at all probably you uh, know half the guests yeah <laughs> at the very uh, least but it's really great and john's got a new uh swath of episodes dropping soon so yeah stay yeah. tuned to the adam slander podcast uh like and subscribe so you can get all those all those updates um also of course it's the trident network baby uh, you can become uh, a patron for the Trident Network, which helps support not just this show, but all the shows and all the things behind the scenes and everything Trident by going to uh, patreon.com slash the Trident Network. It's an easy, simple, uh, and wonderful way to help uh, support us here at the Trident Network. Support Val, support me, um, support all the people. Uh, also, finally, uh, last thing I'd like to plug, this Saturday night, if you are in the uh, local Los Angeles area, at 7.30 p.m. at the Yard Theater, uh, former guest of the podcast, Cam Hurt and I, who John used to watch at midnight every night back in Chicago. (laughs) And now I I watch at midnight in his bedroom because he lives directly (laughs) below me. (laughs) Uh, Him and I uh, are putting up another show, another version of Cam and Trent's family reunion this Saturday, May 14th. 7.30 p.m. at the Yard Theater in L.A. So if you're listening to this on a podcast, sorry you missed it, but Mm. we we will be back in June. Val, uh, if you have the link to that, you can throw that in the chat. It's already in there, baby. The best. Val's the best. Um, That lineup has... 
Yes, that lineup has a lot Even of great sh- people. Characters from uh, Charlie James and Jesse Kendall, stand-up from Megan Dirty, and improv from Sean Coyle and Waleed Mansur. Those are a bunch of very funny people who I, I really love and respect as humans and performers, uh, plus me and Cam. And John loves okay. to watch us at midnight, so you might like to watch us at 7.30. If you're in L.A., come check it out. Thank you for putting that link in, Val. And uh, John, please, what were you about to say? I thought of one more thing I just want to plug. I want to plug my producer Ben's podcast. Oh, Ben Castle. Podcast. Super producer Ben Castle. Um, he has a podcast that is actually based on the real life Adam Sandler. Not, <laughs> not uh, it's not based on the real life Adam Sandler. It is about the real life Adam Sandler. Yes. So he goes through the catalog of, of Adam Sandler and does like deep dives on his work. Um, and it's really fucking great. If you're a fan of movies um, and like learning more about, you know, behind the scenes stuff. And especially if you're a fan of Adam Sandler, you'll fucking love that yeah. show. It's great. And uh, maybe what's it called? It's called the sand trap. Sand trap. Sand trap. Uh, yeah. Maybe the maybe the craziest thing of all, just to show you that I'm still all about that improv, making this a perfect herald. John <laughs> used to sit down at midnights in Chicago to watch Cam and Trent do improv, and mm-hmm. the tech most of those nights was one Benjamin Castle. <laughs> so yeah, we keep dude. it in the family, baby. Goddamn uh, right. <laughs> John, thank you so much for joining us. Val, any Thanks final thoughts? No. You guys crushed it. Great. Oh, thank uh, you thanks, so much. thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this uh, as a podcast in the future, if that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you to the uh, swath of suggestions we got. That yes, that definitely uh, gave us the runway for a very fun and wild and dare I say shirtless scene. <laughs> yes. Special shout outs to having fun and good times. So <laughs> fetch and new zealous. Wow, those are some great names. All three of those names are great names. <laughs> um, that's it. We will be back in two weeks with a new episode, a new guest. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. John, thank you. Val, thank you. thank you. Listeners, thank you. Viewers, thank you. Finally, above all else, I'm begging you to remember, go Warriors, and I love improv! Yeah! Yeah! You're a jackass. (laughs) Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Doe. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv livestream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Wednesday, May 25th, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.